bro, 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 bro. Hey, everybody. You're listening to the How Should I Bro podcast with me, Sam Richardson. Tim Pickerel. And my one-year-old son, Elijah. He's sitting here with us today, and my son just went for his one-year checkup because every kid... Whenever they reach a year old, have to go in and, and they have these little tests done to figure out how big they are, how much they weigh, they get blood drawn, all that stuff. And uh, whenever you take them in for these checkups, but it's not just at the one year. Let me let me preface that. It, it's like the first month, and then the first three months, and the six month, and then one year to kind of check their progress. But anyway, uh, this past week he went in for his one year evaluation, and um, he weighed. 28 pounds, and he's 32 inches long. I'm going to assume that's a big child. That is the 100th percentile, which means that he is bigger, he is taller, he weighs more than 100% of kids his age. So I think that means... It means he's the biggest child ever. Yeah, pretty much. That means that my son is the future Andre the Giant. Actually, not the future, he is now. I might as well just get him a little fucking black singlet with the little one thing on the shoulder for him to wear now because he's he's already the size of Andre if he gets any bigger we're gonna have Wrestlemania 3 right in my living room and um I think you're gonna have to play the role of Hulk Hogan too. just because I have the facial hair just because you have the mustache right. you have the beard um speaking of Tim's beard um, we can <laughs> we can let it out of the closet now Tim had something really exciting happen Tell us what's going on, Tim. Uh, so, let's see. We're recording this on Sunday, April 19th. As of Thursday of this past week, I am engaged to be married to my girlfriend, Sarah. That's right. So, Sarah, we know you like to listen to these. So, I just want to tell you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that you have to spend the rest of your life with this man. Because I have known him. And we use that term loosely. <laughs> I have known him now almost probably half of my own life already, and it's been complete torture. It's been <laughs> complete hell. So I'm just so sorry for you having to put up with Tim for the rest of your life. So, no, I'm completely joking. Congratulations, Tim. Thank you. Congratulations, Sarah. And Sarah's a, she's a, she's a fine, wonderful woman. I agree. That's, she's, a, that's she's, why I decided to keep her around. She's awesome. Um, a lot of times when we're recording these podcasts, we're doing them at Tim's studio and Sarah is there and she uh, she puts up with a lot of the bullshit and the banter and the screaming and the yelling that goes on and um, we appreciate her for that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, please marry her and don't like change your mind a couple of weeks from now. And uh, decide to go back on this. I think you should you should go through with okay. it. Okay, yeah, I think I think I'm committed at this point. But if you want to support the podcast, then what you can do is send us thirty thousand dollars, so I can actually build a studio off of my house. So. <laughs> That's a great idea. And hey, if anybody out there wants to sponsor the show, um, if you've listened to other episodes, you'll notice at the beginning we say that you know today's show is brought to you by such and such and such. We do um, we do allow paid sponsorship. So if you give us money, and if you you know send us an email, we'll talk about how much it actually costs. But if you send us money and it doesn't cost much, you know we'll throw your name out there. We'll talk about your product, your service, whatever. Because we are starting to pick up a pretty good following. We do have 
Um, we do have quite a few people that are listening to the show, and they come from uh, various backgrounds, um, quite a few different markets that you can reach promoting and advertising through our show. So if you've various got countries, various countries, wow. We actually, I, uh, I was able to check some of the stats we have. I don't have like the most detailed stats, but I do know that we have two downloads in Malaysia. <laughs> All right. So if there's any Malaysian airliners out there, <laughs> oh, I didn't the, think of that. Yeah, that need to, uh, you know, maybe fix their reputation. You could pay us. Wait, how long ago did the show start? <laughs> we didn't crash the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. The the pilot was listening to Hush at Ibro. They tell you not to have your cell phones on. Do not download the Hush Ibro podcast while you're in midair. Yeah. Somebody should have told the pilot that because he was listening and he was like, oh, fuck. They told me not to eat all these processed foods and I've got this bag of McDonald's sitting in my lap and I feel horrible about it. These guys are making me hate my life. That's it. <laughs> Put this plane into a nosedive. <laughs> and then into the ocean they went. Because I think, isn't that where they... Didn't they find the plane? Um, I don't... I think no, they found pieces of it. I think they found pieces of it, oh. but they haven't found... No, I think... Was that a different plane? Maybe it is. I don't know. There's been so many plane crashes and accidents. I know they're still searching for the first plane, but they might have found pieces of it. So so anyway, we're, uh, we're trying something new today. We're actually doing a, a mobile podcast unit and uh today we are recording at my home at my house and uh tim's got this elaborate setup that he brought in that he can just take with him he opened the suitcase and pressed a button and like all this fucking <laughs> technology came out as like transformers and it set up and it was like and it just set up across my kitchen table and uh and what's funny is that because we're at my house, and tonight I have no babysitter, my son is sitting with us, and he's actually sitting at the table, and he's given us this this weird stare, so every once in a while I have to take his uh, these baby snacks, which are just like puff air and corn stuff, but it says it's organic. It actually <laughs> says on the side, it's happy baby organic baby food, so if anybody that represents happy baby organic baby foods listening... And uh, you would like for me to mention your name again? It's going to cost money. So the whole sponsorship shit I just talked about, that's what you should do. So anyway, it's this organic puffs, puffed grain snack. It's sweet potatoes. It's got 25 milligrams of choline in it, which uh, if you know anything about amino acids and um, vitamins and minerals, choline going to help out your eye and brain function oh i thought so that, that was just if you had like a really thin and toned colon you were choline <laughs> yeah <laughs> your, your colon's ripped not in a way that oh. you would need like um a colon resection or anything but no choline it's going to help your eye and brain health so that not only does my son grow up to be a friggin' eight foot tall giant He's uh, going to have really well vision, and his brain is going to function really fast, so he'll be nothing like his father. <laughs> but every once in a while, i got to pour some of these out and put them over there by him on the table because uh, these are keeping him busy. And when he's not eating, he's looking over here at us in our headphones and giving us the, uh, the evil eye. I can't tell if he's mad about it or if he wants to uh, put some on and join us because... Uh, he knows a few words. He's got a few things he could say, a few things that he could contribute to the show. But I'm pretty sure that if he could talk, he would probably get on here and he would probably tell everybody about how sick he is of eating 
these fucking puffed corn snacks all the time that I give him. And From a would, company that we won't name. Yeah, a company we won't name. And that he'd like more real food. He'd say, give me some more of that grilled chicken you've been giving me. And he's like, give me some more of that chopped up broccoli. And give me some more of those strawberries. I don't want this puffed corn shit. You might as well put this in a bowl, put some some milk on it, give me a spoon. Because all this is is breakfast cereal, you dick. <laughs> that is what my son would say if he could actually uh, if he could actually talk. If he could say more than mama, dad, dad, nana, and... Uh, Hi Zeus. He can say hi Zeus. That's the dog. He says hi Zeus. Everything else is mama, dada, nana, and just like two repetitive syllables. Ain't that right? Can you say na 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 na? Are you gonna talk for our audience? He just he looked at me and he went fuck no. So I ain't gonna say shit to your audience. <laughs> anyway, we're sitting here at my house today. We're trying out a bit of a different format, and uh, we got the Cardinal game on right now. So if you listen to the show and you're from outside of the St. Louis area, and uh, obviously we have a lot of listeners that are from outside the area if they're going all the way to Malaysia. But here in St. Louis, we love our Cardinal baseball. And so right now I got the baseball game on in the living room. We're paying attention to that. And um, it made me think, you know, when you go out to the sporting events, you go out to, uh, you go out to the movie theaters, you go out for entertainment, your options to eat healthy are not that great like my mom she's actually at the baseball game right now and i guarantee you she's already pounded a hot dog a bag of popcorn probably some nachos a soda uh maybe an ice cream and a pretzel um i don't know if she ate all those together or maybe she just had some individually but uh and it cost a lot like they fucking charge out the ass for this stuff. But my point is, when you go out to the to the sporting events, you go out to the movie theaters, the food options that they have for you are not they're not the greatest. It's easy for me to come onto the show and talk about 30-day challenge and talk about eating unprocessed foods and talking about eating healthier. But damn, when you go to some of these venues, there's nothing for you to eat that's healthy. So I get clients, I get people online, I get people that I just know in everyday life that come up to me and they go, "Man, I'm, you know, I'm I'm going to the uh, I'm going to the baseball game or I'm going to the football game next week. How am I going to stick to my diet? They won't even allow me to bring food into the place." And I tell them, I look them in the eye, and I I say, "You know what? I said, don't even fucking worry about it. Enjoy yourself." Have fun. That's what you're at the game for. Just don't lose your mind and eat everything all at the same time. If you want to have a bag of popcorn, not a big deal. If you want to have one hot dog, not a big deal. And I think that's why they sell this stuff at such a, at such a large price is because when you go to the game, it's not supposed to be a fucking buffet. You're not supposed to go to the game and actually eat the fucking hot dog, the pretzels, the popcorn, the peanuts, the soda, the beer, and everything all at one fucking time. Right. The game's only so long. How much food do you need? Exactly. How big is your fucking colon? Your colon (laughs) can't be that lean after you get done eating all this shit. So when people go, oh, I go to the games, and it costs so much for this, and it costs so much for that, it's like, man, it's because you're not supposed to get one of them. So if you go to the game, you go to the movie theater, you go wherever... And you're there to relax, you're there to have a good time. You shouldn't be worried too much about eating your grilled chicken and stuff. You have fun with it. And if you want to have one hot dog, great. If you want to have a little bag of popcorn, fine. And the overall and the overall view, 
that's not going to derail your diet. That's not going to that's not going to fuck up your plans completely. It's whenever you decide to have like everything that's on the goddamn menu is it going to one you're going to go bankrupt because yeah. it's you're seriously going to take out another mortgage on your fucking house to pay for all that. But when your food costs as much as the tickets do, that's when, <laughs> yeah. that's when you know there's something wrong. So that's my advice for everyone that's always uh for everyone that's always asking me, you know, what do I do whenever I go to the game? What am I supposed to do? It's like, just relax, have fun. That's what you're there for. Because everyone's got a stressful day. Everybody's got jobs that uh, that they they tend to hate. You're going to go to that game, have a good time, and it's okay if you have that hot dog or you have that popcorn, but just don't fucking eat all of it together. It's that easy. There's not a magic answer. I'm not going to tell you that you should try to sneak in some uh, asparagus and some almonds, because that'd be stupid. Then you wouldn't be able to enjoy yourself. If you're at the fucking Cardinal game, and let's say it's the third inning, and Adam Wainwright's on the hill, he's on there, and he's throwing 100-mile-an-hour fastballs, which Adam Wainwright doesn't throw 100-mile-an-hour fastballs, but he's on the mound, and he's up there, and he's already struck out, you know, four batters for the day, and he's got a good game going on, and he just... uh he just struck out Brandon Phillips from the Cincinnati Reds. And then it's the Cardinals' turn to come up, and you're having a good time. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you know what? Hey, wait. I'm getting kind of hungry. This game's been a lot of fun, but oh, I'm kind of hungry. I need something to eat. I need a snack. Well, I guess I could go to the concession stand and get a hot dog or... I could get this bag of almonds and this container of grilled chicken that Sam said I should eat. Let me let me assure you that if you were to have that grilled chicken and broccoli, you'd probably fucking feel miserable the rest of the game, and you wouldn't be having any more fun because then you would be concentrating on your diet. So fuck that. Don't worry about it at that time. You're not at work. You're not supposed to be stressing yourself out with staying strict to your little schedule. That's fine. Have that hot dog, but just have one. Watch yourself. It's moderation. Just like, just like you shouldn't go to the game and be a couple innings in and decide, hey, you know, I'm feeling pretty good, but I wouldn't mind a beer. Go ahead and have that beer. You wouldn't have 30 of them, though, and get fucking plastered drunk because then you'd get kicked out of the stadium. <laughs> you probably have to leave the game early, and then you'd be driving drunk home and wreck your car and fucking kill yourself or somebody else all because your dumb ass had to have 30 beers. But you get my point. If you're out on vacation, you're doing something fun, it's something that's outside of your everyday life. It's okay, relax. Have the bad food, but just have a little bit of it. That ain't going to throw you off. Now that leads me to another issue, and that is when someone has been doing really well for a while, like Tim, you've been doing the 30-day challenge. What day are you on? I am currently on day 13. You are on day 13. So right now, you are about, you're just about two weeks into your plan. You've been kicking ass. You've been doing great. I've had other people. This is this happens to myself. I, I do this quite often. But my clients, this happens oh, all the time, is that they get onto a plan and they're doing really well and they're about, they're about two weeks in and then... Let's say they, they go to that baseball game. They go to that movie theater. They, they have that one day off. It's a birthday party, a wedding, mm-hmm. whatever the special occasion is. It's something that doesn't happen every single day in their life. I think I know where this is going. And they go, they get to that party, that event, whatever it is, 
And they go, oh, you know, I've been doing so well. Sam said it's okay to have something in moderation. So while I'm here, I'm just going to have a... I'm just going to have a little slice of that wedding cake. I won't have anything else, though. And so they have that little slice of wedding cake. Or maybe they're maybe they're out at the game and they have that one hot dog. And then an hour sets in. And after the game, their friends want to go out to eat. And they get to the restaurant. And they think to themselves, oh, man. Now I've got to really, now I've got to really tighten it up. I gotta stick to my plan still. Ooh, and I already had the piece of cake earlier, so I already had my little thing in moderation. Oh, then the then the really bad thing sets in, and that's that they take what could have been a good thing and turn it into a horrible thing, and they go, "Well, you know, since I had that piece of cake, right. I kind of went off my plan already. So fuck it. Uh, I might as well just go ahead and blow the rest of my diet and start again on." Monday. <laughs> so then they just pig out and they let what was a little tiny bump in the road, the wedding cake, the hot dog, whatever it was. They let that little thing then become their excuse to just become a fucking avalanche. And they just eat like crazy and they tell themselves, all right, that's it. I'll just, I'm, I'm just, I'll reset. I'm going to get it all in my system and then one day I'll start over. And sometimes on Monday they start over and then sometimes Monday turns into next Monday and that turns into the Monday afterwards, and then it turns into, well, I mean, I guess I'll just put the whole healthy lifestyle off for a while. Tim, have you ever found yourself at that crossroads? I have done that. I've actually lost count of how many times I've done that. So um, 2012 is when I did like a whole three-month workout thing, nothing but clean eating. And you did awesome. And I did do awesome. And I kind of said, okay, well... I've been working really hard. I'm going to treat myself. And then I ended up treating myself for way too long. And I gained back almost all the weight that I had lost. And pretty much the same thing happened after. So, oh, so speaking of baseball games, a couple years ago, my work sent us to a Cardinals versus Pirates game. And I was right back then I was doing a 30 day, uh, it's, it, it's the whole 30. It's like an even stricter version of paleo for 30 days. It's right. kind of like to detox you. Oh yeah. Quote unquote detox. I don't know. I don't know science behind <laughs> detox. So, but, um, it's basically going to be a future episode. It's, it's supposed to help you figure out if you have any food allergies sure. and that kind of thing. So I was doing that. And then I was at the Cardinals game. It's like, man, I need something to eat. I was like, <laughs> I was like two or three weeks into it by then, so I only had like a week left. So I actually went and got two kosher hot dogs with no bun, nothing on it. Like literally just just two kosher dogs, right. plain, no bun, 12 bucks. It was insane. But uh, shortly after that, I mean, I got, th- I got through the uh, 30 days great. I lost a decent amount of weight. I lost like, I don't know, 12 to 15 pounds in a month. Uh, and that was just dieting. That was not, that wasn't even exercise. Right. And I remember, like you were, your your it was like it was falling off very quickly. You seemed to be having quite the rapid results at that time. So I actually got just under uh, two hundred pounds, and I actually started. That's when I actually started uh, talking to Sarah again. Like she had messaged me out of the blue. We hadn't like seen each other for a few years, and. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm nice and thin now or thinnish. Uh, go out and I'm going to show off my new bod and that kind of thing. Right. So Sarah and I start dating 
and we actually started going to like Oktoberfests and things like that. And I ended up gaining like another twenty. I gained like twenty <laughs> pounds back. I gained like everything that I had lost in that whole thirty right. back in September. I had gained back over like the almost year that we had been together at the time. So yeah, but since since this year started, our fitness is pretty much back on track. We uh, before we were doing the thirty day uh, team Sam challenge, though we uh, we were eating clean, but we'd have like a cheat meal right once a week which usually like said okay we're gonna go out for pizza but we go to a place like racanelli's where you just get a slice of pizza and then on the way home we'd stop and get some frozen yogurt and that was our cheat and that was it which that's and that's how a normal a normal plan should go you know in the 30 days i've addressed this in a previous podcast so if you haven't heard it yet make sure when you're done listening to this one you go to our uh you go to our selection list, or if you're on iTunes, just find it there on the menu and listen to the 30-day Team Sam Challenge so you can find out exactly what it is. But you know, that that's where everyone's supposed to go after the 30 days is over, is onto just a regular plan of maybe six days in a row of eating you know, very clean, and then one cheat day where you get you know, maybe one or two cheap meals that day. It's not supposed to be an entire day of just gorging yourself, but you have that where you have, if you've been craving pizza all week or you've been craving a hamburger all week, that's the day you get to have it. And then you go right back to your next six clean days. So, I mean, there's, that's absolutely perfect. In fact, it's necessary to have that cheat day a week so that mentally you don't, uh, you don't just fold and so that, you know, physically even, you get some of those sugars and fats back in your body, and it's not going to hurt you because you haven't had them the whole rest of the week. So the cheat days are needed. Um, speaking of the 30-day Team Sam challenge, because I see Tim actually just posted one to it. Um, while I, I recommend everybody on social media, I don't even give a shit if it's Facebook, that if you're doing the challenge... Even if you're not doing the challenge, even if you just want to show us your progress pics, even if you just want to show us who some of our listeners are, that you attach that hashtag 30 Day Team Sam to whatever your social media is. And apparently my son's got something to add to that. Anyway, I was just looking at our Instagram 30 Day Team Sam hashtag, and right now there are 236 posts, so that means. 236 pictures have been taken and of those 236 pictures that means there's quite a few people that are actually following the challenge that are posting their pictures that are putting it out there but i realized from tim's story that the the point of that story is keep yourself in shape because if you do it could lead to you getting married it could lead to you you know getting a spouse a significant other but if you don't then Nobody's going to want anything to do with your ass because nobody wants somebody that weighs 900 pounds sitting around on their couch eating um, Cheetos and wolfing down Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And if they do, they probably only like you for the video games you play. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm stereotyping. I think that's a well, that's a that's an important point, because you eat uh, when you eat like Ben and Jerry's or you eat Twinkies or half a carton of Oreos. It's because when you're eating it, it makes you feel good. So you want to go back. It's like, I've had a bad day at work. I'm going to eat this garbage and I'm going to feel great about myself for a little bit. And then it falls off. And then you look at yourself in the mirror and it's like, I look horrible. I feel horrible. It's just like, it's basically like if you're addicted to a drug, you want to have that like 
that quick fix, but afterwards, man, there's the come down and it's awful. Completely. You you hit the nail right on the head. And that is the emotional attachment that you get to eating these bad foods. I've got a bad example and that is when I have a really long day at work. Let's say I've had like fucking 30, 40 people that I've trained in a day. Started at, you know, 9 a.m., whatever, and I don't get done until 10 p.m. And it's just been one person after another, after another. And I'll tell you right now, my job physically isn't that hard. If I've got it made, I've got the best job in the entire world, but mentally it can be fucking draining because I have to be a clown for like 70% of the day and then I've got to be a therapist uh, for so, for some of that 70% I have to be a therapist and a clown and then like you know some of that I'm also the trainer the coach the motivator but the point is all day long sometimes for 12 13 14 hours I'm having to talk I'm having to yell I'm having to uh, put out this personality I've got to be this character to people all fucking day long so sometimes by the end of the day I go through so many highs and lows over the course of my training day. Over the course of 13 or 14 hours, I will have some clients where I don't know if they've not, maybe they've not been sticking to their diet or maybe just their genetics are slow and I feel like fucking shit if it's weigh-in day or somebody just didn't lose the weight or they didn't lose it fast enough or maybe they went in reverse, maybe they gained a little bit of weight this week and I feel like fucking shit about it. So if you're one of my clients and you're listening to this, let me tell you what, your results fucking hurt me just as bad as it does you when you have those days because I care about your asses that much. But then there's the ones who had awesome results. They're the ones who accomplished. They had that. They lifted. They squatted. They benched. They curled whatever their new record weight was. Or maybe they they dropped another two or three pounds. Or maybe they lost a couple percentages on their body fat. They just had an awesome week. And that's the high. That's where I'm like, fuck yeah, because I feel like I'm celebrating with them. As much as it hurts me whenever you all aren't getting the results that you're looking for that week, I feel awesome whenever you guys accomplish something big as well. And so all day long, I'm going through these highs and lows while having to talk nonstop. I can't shut up. I'm like Richard Simmons mixed with Hans and Franz from uh, those old Saturday Night Live skits. I'm like this mashup of all of them, and I have to stay on. I have to stay up for that long. So by the end of the day, my brain is like, fuck, it's fried. (laughs) Especially if it's on boot camp nights, because any of you that have been to boot camp, you know what I'm like there. That's really hard to come down from. And if you're somebody listening and you're in the St. Louis area and you've been thinking about coming to a boot camp, come out Mondays and Wednesdays at 7 o'clock so you can see what I'm talking about. So boot camp's kind of like everything that I do all day doubled. So my point is, at the end of some of my training days, I am just wiped. Even though I wasn't the one lifting the weights, I don't have a job like a fucking some of these people that do manual labor. I'm not out friggin', you know, laying bricks. I'm not out building homes. I'm not out lifting boxes and shit. Like, man, some of you have very hard jobs. And mine, mine is not physically hard, but mentally it is draining. And so by the end of the day, 
if, if I haven't prepped, if I haven't brought my food with me, I haven't had my proper amount of carbohydrates and protein and fat. Let's say I have a day where I forgot to pack my shit and because of work, I had no time to, to grab food anywhere. I've just been on a roll for 13 days. By the end of the day, I tell myself, you know what? Right now, the only way for me to go home and relax and let my mind just just calm down a little bit is to eat some Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I know this sounds ridiculous, but this is how drugs work. This is how addictions work. This is how the bad food gets eaten so much. It's like a legitimate thing. I will get off work some of these days if I didn't prep. And I will tell them, I'll be like, look, you forgot to pack your food today. You were so busy you didn't get to go to the gym. You know, you haven't eaten any calories. It's, oh, it's okay. But the only way for you to go home and really relax and feel okay is to have some Taco Bell. Go there and get a few greasy tacos with some sour cream and just eat some of that and then you'll feel good. You can watch some TV. Basically, it's my way of like telling myself this is how to be lazy. Like you've been busy all day long. You've been you've been killing yourself. You've been so productive but so busy. The only way to calm down is to be lazy. And the only way to be lazy is to have some bad food. Sit in front of the TV and fucking turn on Netflix and watch some fucking documentary on the pyramids or something and eat that Taco Bell. And I got to catch myself whenever I'm in one of those moments, like whenever I'm leaving work and feeling just absolutely fried out of my mind and I catch myself going, oh, you got to have that Taco Bell or else you're not going to be like, why? And I got to go, that, that's insane. Like, <laughs> I don't need the Taco Bell to unwind. It's literally like the Taco Bell is talking to me. <laughs> now, if anybody that represents Taco Bell is listening to the show... If you give you, us thirty thousand yeah, dollars, so we can build yeah, a Taco Bell. Studio. Yes, so you should pay us because I've just given you this huge advertisement. But in a way, I'm kind of talking shit about you. So we'll probably be hearing from Taco Bell's lawyers. I don't care. But between Taco Bell and McDonald's, yeah, we're. <laughs> but like, I got It's like the Taco Bell is talking to me. Like, no, Sam. No, you listen to me. If you want to get off work and unwind, there's only one way to do that. And you got to have some tacos. You got to have some beef burritos. Because without me, you're going to stay frustrated. You're going to go home and you're going to fucking hate life. Taco Bell sounds a lot like Batman. <laughs> but it's true. Swear to me. <laughs> yeah. Where is she? <laughs> Where is that? Um, but... Now, I don't know if you could relate to that at all, Tim, but I bet there's some listeners out there that if you just kind of swim through the bullshit of the, the story I just told, it it applies. It's like the bad things are talking to you, just like the friggin' heroin addict that I'm sure goes to the same thing. It's like that fucking needle is talking to them. Hey, you can't feel good unless you put me in your arm. I think there was a Richard Pryor skit. I think Richard Pryor does a skit where he... He's talking about the drugs, and the drug is like telling him that, like, you cannot feel good unless you have me. I'm like that with bad food. It's just I have to go through the right meal preps. I have to make sure that my day is right on, and I have to make sure that whenever I have that feeling of I can't go home and relax without Taco Bell, that I recognize that and go, no, that's the goddamn food talking to me, not reality. 
So I got to have things in place that, that take over that, that emotion that allow me to still feel like I can relax and feel better. Whether that is like, instead of having the Taco Bell, I went home and I drank half a fucking carton of almond milk or something. I have to find something else to replace that emotion of, oh, I get to relax now. Have you ever had food talk to you uh, when talks. you were not inebriated? Yeah. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> anytime sober, just, you've had food talk to you. Just about any time I'm hungry, it's like, oh, I'm craving this. The, the worst thing is the locations of these gyms. I mean, you go you go to your gym. You go to a Gold's Gym, or I go to the uh, 24-Hour Fitness in Arnold. I really like that gym. But when I step out into that parking lot, I'm staring face-to-face with the hot shots and with a steak and shake and a McDonald's and a Wendy's, I mean, and a Panda Express. I don't even like Panda Express, but it's there, and sometimes it sounds good. So, yeah, it's like if I ever had, if I have thought, if I ever had, like, just a shit ton of money, I'm going to open up a gym, and next door to it is going to be a bar and grill that specializes for people that go to the gym. <laughs> no, it's, it's a great idea because um, a couple years ago, I used to run my own studio and right next to my studio, there was a um, an independently owned gym. And um, I used to watch people leave the gym and go directly to the Chinese food restaurant that was sandwiched in between my studio and this gym. So it was like a strip mm-hmm. mall. And you had my studio at one end, the gym at the other. Right in the middle was a Chinese food restaurant. And I would watch people leave the gym and go directly in there and get whatever. And the thing that got me was I had this this client at the time. He was a he was a wrestler, so that'll narrow it down. <laughs> um, not any that I'm training currently. And if he listens to the show, he knows I'm calling him out on this. I gave him shit about it whenever it happened. But um, I had this client, and he was he was getting stronger, and he was dropping weight. His body fat was going down, but it's just like man, there was something when it came to the muscle definition that we were having trouble with. And one day, as he was leaving the studio from his training session. I uh, I had another client tell me they saw they saw him going into the Chinese restaurant, and I was I thought you know maybe maybe he was just going in there and getting a water, or maybe they just saw somebody that looked like him go in there. And yes, my my clients tell on each other. It's amazing, and I'm glad they do. So if you're one of the tattletales out there, keep doing it. <laughs> but anyway. Um, a few more times he came to his training sessions, and one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch him as he leaves to see if he goes over to the Chinese food restaurant. And I watch him. He leaves, makes a right, goes right there into that fucking Chinese food <laughs> restaurant. So I gave him about a minute, and I opened the door, and I walked in. I was like, hey, so-and-so. Yeah, his name was so-and-so. I was like, so-and-so, what you ordering? And he was like, oh, man, I, um, and you could tell like, he was caught red-handed, but he played the whole, oh, I thought this was just an after-workout carb and protein, and I'm just getting beef and broccoli and this. And I stayed there and waited for his order to come out, and it was like fucking orange chicken, crab rangoons. <laughs> and I had to tell him, I'm like, look, this is why we're not getting the body fat any lower. This is like the definition that we're looking for. That's why that part's not coming, is because you're eating all this fucking sodium, like, beyond the fat and the carbs and all that stuff, whatever, the amount of sodium that you're getting from this is going to cause you to retain a shit ton of water. So any muscle that we're building, you're not going to get to see it. It's going to be blurred completely by the water. And he swears up and down that's the only bad you know meal that he has for the day because it's during his anabolic window. <laughs> Air quotes, anabolic window. 
And even if that were true, it wouldn't matter because the amount of sodium that he's getting in from that is still going to retain so much water that he couldn't see any fucking muscle definition that we were building. So if you're at a gym that is located next to a fast food restaurant, don't go there directly after you're done working out. In fact, only go there on your cheat day. That is what the cheat day's for. If you've been driving to your gym every day and you've been passing a fucking McDonald's or Taco Bell or whatever it is and you've been craving that, save it for the cheat day. That way it's kind of like your little party. It's a little party with yourself. Maybe a couple friends, get a few of them, go to Taco Bell, have yourself a party. That'd be hilarious. But don't have it as soon as you get done at the gym. Don't be having it every day because they are. It's ridiculous. I think that the the sponsors need to send us some money so that we can invest in Tim's idea to open up a healthy fitness-related fast food restaurant. We're going to open a few of them. We're going to find like the surrounding you know, big market gyms, the Golds, the 24-Hour Fitness, the Club Fitness, and this ain't trash talking on them. So if you're an employee for one of those companies... Don't be sending me Facebook messages because it happens. I get on here and mention a place and an employer will contact me like, why were you talking about us? And I'm like, it wasn't bad. So my point is, invest in the show so that we have money to invest in Tim's idea. And we're going to open a few of these and put them around some of the major gyms. That way the people that just absolutely can't control themselves and the people that are disciplined have a place to go whenever they're done eating out and they don't have to wait till their cheat day to have it. I think my, oh, I thought my son just slammed his head into the coffee table or the, <laughs> the kitchen table. No, he was tapping out of this uh, podcast. Yeah, he wants out of it. He's like, stop talking about my favorite places. He, uh, he's got a habit of getting mad and then slamming his head into the nearest hard object, whether that's he's on the floor and he decides to headbutt the ground or if there's a table in front of him, he will headbutt the edge of it. Um, if there's something, if he's sitting with a wall behind him, he will go backwards and try to headbutt the wall with the back of his head. And now he's just taking his corn puffs and throwing them onto the floor. <laughs> so I guess they weren't that great. So happy baby, if you sponsor us, I'll be lying when I talk about how great your product is. <laughs> because Eli is just throwing each of these onto the ground. Which means the uh, the dog will probably be eating them soon. Well, happy puppy. <laughs> All right. I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap this show up. I think we covered a lot of stuff for today. Tim, what do you think? I agree with you. So, if you've got questions, you've got comments, you think you'd like us to address in a future episode, make sure that you first like us on Facebook at How Should I Bro. Go to our Twitter, which is at How Should I Bro. You can go to our website, which is what, Tim? Uh, how Should I Bro.com. That's right. And do we have an official email that they can send messages to? We will soon. And it's going to be um, contact at How Should I Bro.com. Awesome. That there is also it. on How Should I Bro.com, I have added a contact form so you can actually send questions to us on the website and that will come to us. So, hey. Spiffy, that is awesome. Um, also, if you're on the 30 Day Challenge or you just like us to see who you are on social media, make sure you hashtag 30 Day Team Sam. And then we can see your faces because we've heard there's a lot of people listening to the show. Also, and that's the number 30. The number 30, that's right. Also, 
Um, if you are listening to us on iTunes, if you've subscribed to that, you listen to the show, um, leave us a rating. And you can leave comments too, correct? And a review. A review is good too. Leave us a rating and a review because that helps us get noticed by more and more people whenever they go online and they're searching for health and fitness or just entertaining podcasts in general. And uh, get those comments and questions coming because we love rating them. And tell a friend. Uh, and an enemy. Who cares? That's right. Tell everybody you can. Tell your friend. Tell your neighbor. Tell your enemies. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your babies. So that is it. I am Sam Richardson. You can find me on Twitter at Sam underscore the underscore trainer. I'm Tim Pickerel. You can find me on Twitter at Tim Hates You and on Instagram at Onyx Edge Studios. And that's my son, Eli, in the background crying, letting you know who he is, which means it is time to wrap this thing up. So thanks for listening to us, and we will catch you on the next download. <laughs>